0: skills in the key of life, a podcast series and program that will guide you on your journey so that you may lead an extraordinary life. Ah, ah, Welcome to skills in the key of life, a podcast series. This is episode number five. For today's show, we're gonna pick up where we left off last week, where we were discussing the specific domains in our lives. These domains included, but were not limited to, physical health, mental health, our careers, our family, fun and recreation, just to name a few. We have made available for you a free workbook on our website, lifeskillskey.com. That is lifeskillskey.com, all one word. Just scroll down to our podcast section on the main page and you will see a link for the Wheel of Life workbook. Click on that link and you'll get a PDF file. On that file, you will find the instructions and all the material that we'll be discussing during this podcast series. So I'm going to ask you, why is it important for us to really assess where we are in each of our domains in life? Today, I'm going to use the example of a roadmap. Now I'm not talking about a GPS that is set or synced to our smart devices, but an old fashioned paper roadmap that would have the streets, areas, and coordinates laid out. So let's imagine for a minute that you're in a city and you have a road map in front of you. You have an address and so therefore you're able to discern from that map where it is that you would have to go. But before you can start, you really need to know where you are at that moment. You need a starting point for your reference. We can't go forward to a direction if we don't know where we are now. We will not be able to make the appropriate right streets and turns and would certainly spend a lot of time just driving around aimlessly until we have a starting point or a reference point. This in sense is beginning with the end in mind. Now with that metaphor in mind, we're going to be discussing a specific tool that we can use that will help us assess where we are to define our domains right now. This tool is called the wheel of life. Now, the Wheel of Life illustrates in a popular way the essence of the Buddhist teachings, the four truths, the existence of earthly suffering, its origin and cause, the ending or prevention of misery, and the practice path to liberation from suffering. Now, the Wheel of Life describes the cause of all evil and its effects, mirrored in an earthly phenomena. Just as an experience by anyone who is cradling up to the grave, picture by picture, it reminds us that everyone is always on his or her own journey and are responsible for their own fate. Because, of course, according to karma, causes and their effects are the fruits of our own deeds. Now, at Skills in the Key of Life, we use this tool as an important asset for us so that we can help individuals define where it is that they're going on their journey because again, we can't go anywhere until we know where we are right now. Now the Wheel of Life is a great starting place for you because this will create balance and it'll cultivate joy, finding fulfillment in your life. And by using this tool, you'll be able to reflect on how fulfilled you really are and where are you in these specific areas. Now for true assessment, we really need to be honest with ourselves. And this really is something that each person has to reflect on to where are you in each one of these domains. An example of this for myself might be that I'm working on my physical health and I'm taking a real honest assessment and I understand that I'm not getting to the gym when I need to go, that I may not be getting the proper rest and I may certainly not have the proper nutrition. I may be overtired during the week or working myself too hard and snacking in areas where I shouldn't. Therefore, in my physical health, I wouldn't rate myself at a seven, eight or nine or of course even a 10 I would look at this honestly and say, well, you know what? I really have to work on these areas. So maybe I'm around a three right now. My goal would be certainly to get to at least a 10, but certainly the realistic world would be on a seven or eight. So therefore all of my planning in this one specific domain would be centralized around what are the areas or deficits that I have? How would I go forward in each one of these deficits? And how would I plan appropriately? Now, in my case, if I'm looking at myself with a deficit, I would look at what can I do right now to change? I might begin this deficit by looking at my nutrition. I would look at the foods that I'm eating during the week and take a real assessment. I would look and see what kind of foods that I'm not getting or consuming that would help me. Maybe some complex carbohydrates, maybe some proteins working more towards my macro counts of nutrients for my body. And then I would also try to drop foods that I might be somewhat addicted to sugary items, snack foods, and I'd be more mindful on my eating when I'm eating and how much I'm eating. Then I might look at my exercise schedule. I would take an honest look at what are the times that I have available that I can truly honestly commit and try and maximize my physical fitness from there. That could include a gym or doing some work at home, calisthenics, push-ups, planks, sit ups, and so on. The key is that I would be honest with this assessment so that I know actually what it is that I can put into it as far as time. And I would want to maximize everything that I could get out of that exercise. This is an area where many fall because they just don't put the correct amount of time into the work, or they certainly overemphasize what it is that they truly hope to accomplish. I certainly have fallen into this pattern in the past where I would look at say, well, I can schedule four days at the gym and maybe two days at home. And realistically, based on many hours that I was working, that was not really feasible. So therefore I would have to kind of restructure my schedule and look at that at least if the days that I'm working on myself, How can I maximize my exercise to make it work for me so that I'm getting my full potential reached every time I do an exercise or a routine. Another domain I might look at would be maybe my career or what I'm doing at work right now. Now, if I'm really happy with what I'm doing, therefore I would not really rate this at a low level. I'd probably have it at a seven or eight. The key again is to be honest about your assessment. If you really are doing what you love to do, you really aren't working. Again, to do something that you love to do is not to work a day in your life, at least in my humble opinion. But again, if I had a deficit here and I was in a job that I hate or a no growth industry, and I really felt stuck, I would start working on this heavily to start planning on what are the things I need to do. If this was a deficit in my life, for instance, I would certainly update my resume, start looking at other opportunities from companies, maybe take a real assessment of myself and see what it is that I really enjoy doing and what is it that I'm good at doing because if I can meet those intersections together as well as what is the need of the world, I'll find that perfect job or that perfect fit. Another domain would certainly be family and home. Now this is an area I certainly do take advantage of from time to time because I don't put much attention into it. Sometimes you think everything is working automatically and you are really okay. It's a complacency sense that we really get kind of stuck in, I know at least for myself. So one of the ways I would assess this is how is my relationship with my wife and my son in an honest perspective. I would certainly get their feedback and ask how they feel about it because it is also my perspective, but it's also the return feedback we get from others that can truly give us where are we really in that picture. Now, looking at those deficits, I might take a look and say, well, I have to better my relationship with my wife. We need to go out more often together or spend more quality time alone. That would also work with my son as well. In addition, I might look at my home, my actual home structure, and see if there's any deficits there. Have I neglected to do something? Is there something that is broken that I haven't fixed yet, or have I put it on a to-do task list but have not yet gotten to it? Are there certain things that I'm not being proactive to take care of, like cleaning my gutters before the cold season sets in, or seeding my lawn, and so on? Again, these are all specific areas, and it'll be different for everyone. But the key takeaway here is twofold. One is that you really are truly honest about your assessment and that where options are available for you to get feedback, that you do so. Because again, we may see ourselves in one way and somebody else may see us in another. And it's important that we kind of align both of those. Now that we understand what we're supposed to be working on, we can take a look at our full wheel. The real takeaway here is that the wheel is circular and is supposed to turn freely. So the idea is that wherever you are on your different domains, And again, they do not have to be 10. But if you had consistent sevens and eights, you would have a wheel that's basically free to spin to some degree or another. But if you have a wheel that might have real strong deficits where you might have a two or a one in some areas, you can visually picture that in your mind where a wheel would have these big holes in a sense and would not turn freely. So the metaphor is certainly is to have balance and balance is always the key in every part of our life. Now that you have a true, honest assessment of where you are in your life, where is it you want to go? What areas do you want to work on first? I would generally suggest the, the areas that have the deepest deficits. If you have some areas that only have a one or a two or possibly a zero, those would certainly be the first areas I would focus on. Sometimes the urgency of certain things is needed more so. Again, you might have a good home, but need a new roof and it's urgent because the season is coming up where you could have some serious damage to the home but yet your home's still rated at a five or six you may want to still work on that first this is all really subjective and it's up to the individual based on your life and situation for you to judge but again i would always work on deficits first and work my way up and out so this way by the time i got to all points of the wheel i would have some balance as a reminder please remember that you can get a copy of this pdf workbook Wheel of Life on Skills and the Key of Life website. That is lifeskillskey.com. If you just scroll down on that first page, down to the audio podcast section, you will see a hyperlink there for the direct download of the PDF workbook. This workbook is for you to keep, and we strongly encourage that you use it. Again, like any tool, it's only effective if we're able to apply it and to use it in our lives. Thank you so much for listening to Skills in the Key of Life podcast series. This was episode number five. We are very grateful that you're taking time out of your schedule to listen to our series, and we truly hope that you're gaining something from this because our goal truly is to help you lead an extraordinary life. For more information on Skills in the Key of Life, visit us at our website, lifeskillskey.com. Skills in the Key of Life will be back next week with a new episode. We wish you a very blessed week and we hope that you do lead an extraordinary life.